Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. Segment one, dedicated to one of our guys, DJ Reader. I'm going to stay with the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I mentioned it before, you're a great follow on Twitter, Bengals underscore Sands. You go back and do your film review, you have your clips, you break it down, and I think a lot of fans get really excited when you mention, hey, what's this guy? What did this guy do? I have questions about him. Let's go back and watch the tape. What do you think? I'm going to start with Cam Sample. How's Cam Sample looking right now? I think he had his best game as a Bengal, and he's always been a pretty good run defender, and he was still that. I mean, you hold Ramondre Stevenson to like 2.3 yards of carry. It's not just reader. It's still the other guys, but, you know, and he has a big effect on that. But um, Cam Sample on defense, like he normally does, flashed a bit as a pass rush. He had that really nice sack. That was a swipe move. He was tied on that. He was a four-eye, which is just inside the tackle. And uh, he was against the left guard, Cole Strange, their rookie, who's done up and down. He's been a rookie, uh, but got a swipe move and then made that, you know, he still got pushed a little bit. So he's kind of like on the ground, and just kind of swipes the legs to get knack. Um, that was a really nice pass rush. Like that wasn't just like a, like Zach Carter got the first sack of his career, but I was kind of like, uh, I appreciate the, the hustle. Look, well, got a sack. Like, I appreciate the hustle, but it's not like you just dominated the guy in front of you for that sack. You know, it was, it was more so you're fighting hard, you're winning, and then you know, luck has it that Mac came towards you. This was a Mac standing in the pocket, and you just dominated that left guard. There was no one stopping you, and he got that sack. So I really liked what he did, and there was a few blitzes and they, and I thought Cam Sample did a really good job on those as well, specifically the stunts. I thought he did a good job where uh, somebody would penetrate and sometimes he would, and then he would, but I think of when he looped around, he did a good job of setting it up, looping around, being athletic. He just showed a little bit more bendiness to him than I think he has before. I think of that swipe move and everything, but I also think of him just being more agile and I think you give him, not you, but, you know, the people give him credit for. So that was uh, that was something that I enjoyed. So Cam Sample, shout out, because he had a really nice game. Okay, Trey Hendrickson was playing with a broken wrist, and he had a small Still throwing out swipe moves. Yeah, I want to talk about him. Did you notice a difference in an injured Trey Hendrickson out there? 
No, not really. <laughs> that was a crazy thing. He's just throwing out these swipe moves and all this other stuff. He's just like whacking his hand off, guys. I'm like, all right, that probably hurts. <laughs> but he's getting pressure. He's still getting pressure, hitting the quarterback, affecting the passing game, doing a good job in the run game. Like the first play of the game was a Trey Hendrickson run stop because Reader forced it out there. Or it's actually Zach Carter did a good, good job on that play too to force it out there. Uh, but forces the bounce. And who's who's the last guy over there? It's Trey Hendrickson who makes a tackle. And I'm just like, Okay, hand must be fine. <laughs> and then I'm watching the tape, and he's throwing out these swipe moves, and he's hitting Trent Brown with his hand. I'm like, is this just, you know, adrenaline Adrenaline is a heck of a drug. You know, cortisol is too. <laughs> Smelling salts are too. But, you know, is this just all, like, the adrenaline, everything rushing through him that he can't feel it? And then he, he the game ends, and he gets to the locker room, and he just kind of, like, holds it up, like, Ow! <laughs> It like hurts every time I see him moving out there, but I know it's his choice. I know he wants to be out there, but I also think of how cold it was and that can't oh, yeah. help. I mean, oh man, everything hurts more in the cold. I just think of like getting into, you know, like if you get into a car and you accidentally hit your knee off something on the way in, it's like, oh, in the winter, it's, it's like that in the summer, you're just going kind of like, ow. But in the winter, it's like, oh, it aches. It's still going to ache for like my entire drive. <laughs> Yeah, no, it didn't. It didn't look fun, but good for him. I'm glad, you know, he's not skipping a beat while he's out there. You mentioned Zach Carter, but it doesn't seem like you're super impressed with the early sample size we have of Zach Carter in his rookie year. What did you think of Zach Carter on Sunday, Saturday? Yeah, um, I actually thought he had a pretty good game in this one. Um, the, the sack was more hustle than, you know, domination, which is cool. It's fine. I like a guy that can clean up. And then uh, he was better in the run game than usual. I, I think he's he's a late third round rookie, so it's hard to really say like I want to be better. Blah blah blah. And then he's just getting thrown out there sometimes against good players. I thought he was good in this game, but overall this season I think it's just been kind of a mixed bag, wash, whatever you want to call it. He's been fine. Um, I want to see more flashes. There was a flash in the run game this game. Uh, the little bit of a flash on that sack, but can he just show something that we haven't seen, you know, over these coming weeks There's a few more games left. He goes against one of my, uh, every, I mean, I've only been watching film for like uh, NFL film for like four ish years. So one of my favorite that guys that I've watched since I started was Roger Saffold and he's on the bills now. So it's like, can he, can he beat one of my favorite guards that I I've watched? He's kind of old now, but uh, if he could do that, you know, like that jumps him up there. I don't think he's been bad. I just think it's just like, just show a little bit more in the pass rush department or, you know, really dominate this run block against a good player. Like Saffold can still run block. If he could beat Saffold in a one-on-one -on -one situation, a run block, I'll make sure to clip it, put it out there. But, you know, I also just want to see it because I want to, I want to see it and think like, Oh, we've got a rotation here that, you know, he's going to be there for a long time right now. I think he's fine. I don't think this is a, Tyler Shelvin red light red alarm bell is going off. Um, I think it's more so it's just like yeah, he's fine. He's not stopping me from drafting a, a three five technique type in the draft. To be honest, I'm not trying to rag on him at all. It just you know 
show me a, just a little bit something more, especially in the playoffs. He can make a playoff run, be awesome if that's where he's going to flash. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's been up and down with him and mostly just middle of the road. Yeah. And as a rookie, um, it'll be, you know, something to watch out for this offseason and see what kind of impact he could make down the road. And honestly, Tyler Shelvin was only they only drafted him and only picked him up because they wanted that AFC championship photo of Joe Burrow on his shoulders. <laughs> That's all it was. They were like, you know what? We got to We got to reenact this photo just in case it happens, just like the LSU championship. Uh, you know, that's he- all is going to be one of the uh, most famous. I assume a lot of people have that picture like framed or something. And it was in, it was on when it was Paul Brown stadium, at least. I don't remember if it was there at Paycor, but it was like a giant picture on, on the side of, a, of one of the walls. So I was like, he's got to be one of the most, uh, you know, seen people in these pictures for a player that played like one year. <laughs> didn't work out. Didn't work out, unfortunately, for that uh, former LSU player in Cincinnati. I want to stay with the defense because it seems like Cincinnati got a little bit of optimistic news. Uh, we've credited Zach Taylor plenty this season when it comes to injuries and, you know, how he utilizes players, what he does, the caution they use. We saw it with T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, uh, plenty of guys on the offense and defense. Sam Hubbard was in the locker room today because their schedule is a little off. Normally they have Tuesdays off tomorrow. They'll be off. And then on Thursday, they'll actually begin their Wednesday practice and, and really get ready for Monday night football. He wasn't in a brace in the locker room. And when Zach Taylor was asked about it, he said that Sam Hubbard is day to day. Those extra few days, would it be Monday Night Football? And then the initial report that Sam Hubbard would be out for two to four weeks. Do you, I'm not going to say, do you think he's going to play? Because we're not doctors and I don't like to just think, you know, think of the outlook on an injured player if he's going to be out there because he wasn't in a brace in the locker room. Do you think they can get by this week without Sam Hubbard out there? And was there a big difference in the game not having Hubbard this past Saturday? One of my most, one of one of my most, but one of the most interesting things about this game against the Patriots was they stunted and blitz—not blitz so much, but at least they sent a second or third level rusher. Whether or not that's a creeper, whether they dropped up a guy back having guys in the coverage type thing whatever but they they were bringing these pressures and they were stunned a little bit more than they normally do and i think that has to do with hubbard being out that they still had hendrickson in but they're not asking you know the limp hendrickson to uh just you know you're the pass rush you know go win go win every step one-on-one they're stressing the communication and mental ability of the quarterbacks and offensive line as well right now and they did a really good job they got a couple free rushes. You have that Mac Jones uh, fumble throws uh, came from a free rushing Von Bell. Nobody picked up Von Bell on the blitz, and he's able to get back. Should have been a sack fumble, but you know uh, there was another play that Von Bell got a free run, and he's grabbing Mac, and Mac gets away again. If I would, I, I. I Give Bond a little bit of crap about that. You know, how you let Mac Jones get away from you twice in one game, <laughs> you know, make that tackle. Tupo cleans it up. And uh, that put him on the goal line, basically. So if they could keep doing that, and I don't know if that's just a, a game plan thing or, you know, the Patriots have something specific with their protections and they're able to exploit it with these blitzes, not yada, yada. 
if they can do that to the Bills, where they're able to bring these guys in, make it a pressure against them, get a free runner, or these stunts are working really well, I I think you still miss Hendrickson in the or sorry, I think you stubborn in the run game, but you're probably able to generate the amount of pressure that he'd be able to give you normally. Um on the flip side, I still do think that Hubbard's important for this game because they're going to run with the quarterback a little bit, and he is their best quarterback run guy. And he's, you know, probably their spy. If they're going to drop eight into coverage, let him be, you know, the Mahomes play you think of in the AFC Championship game was him. So I prefer he plays, but I think they can generate pressure. And I didn't know if I would have felt this way before Saturday. But after watching the film over, I think they could generate some pressure from these looks like, but sorry, like they haven't been able to do really this season. Yeah, I think they're going to be smart about it. Uh, Obviously, Trey Hendrickson wanted to play and there was nothing more that they could possibly do with his wrist. It wasn't going to get worse than it already was. It was broken. And he felt like he could play through that. And with Sam Hubbard, I feel like, the staff, the medical staff, everyone's going to think long-term, short-term. And by long-term, I, I mean more in January. You think of those important playoff games when you're going to need all these guys. Um, you have Baltimore next week, and you would hope maybe you could give him those extra two weeks of rest. But this game is huge when it comes to seeding. Uh, they do have a shot, depending on what happens on Sunday, to be in the driving seat for the number one or two seed when it comes to the outcome of, of those huge games on Sunday. So you have to be smart about it but they're still important games. It's not like it was last year when you had that January 2nd game, you played the Kansas city chiefs and you secured your spot in the playoffs. You got your 10th win and the following week you could rest your players. I don't think you're going to have that opportunity when you play the Baltimore Ravens, but it's still important to think of who you need in the postseason If you're not getting that by and you are playing wild card weekend. So even though Zach says he's day to day and maybe I'm going to be wrong on this, I I would be surprised if Sam Hubbard plays, even though it does fall in that two to four week window that NFL Network did report when they talked about Sam Hubbard's injury. But good news, he's not in a brace. That sounds optimistic. Again, not a doctor on this podcast, but um, you, you hope he can return. And maybe it is in, in the Ravens game. And if if he's getting better news from the medical staff, then great. I hope he's out there against Buffalo because you need all the help you can. I have this image of Lou just being in his office like a mad scientist and having things that we've not, we haven't seen all season with this defense, kind of like how he stopped Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City and just coming up and throwing the kitchen sink at Josh Allen in this offense just because Lou is Lou. Uh, so I'm just, I, I want to see what that battle is going to look like. I think obviously everyone is, if you're an NFL football fan, you don't even have to like the Bengals or the Bills to be what's this defense going to look like versus Josh Allen versus what's, Buffalo's defense going to look like versus Joe Burrow. I don't know. That's just me personally. Yeah. I mean, uh, the interesting thing about these blitzes and stuff with Josh Allen is actually um, the only game I've watched at all in depth was the first Miami Buffalo game. And I was a little bit surprised at Miami's ability to heat Josh up with these blitzes and he wasn't. I think I have to worry a tiny bit about this because they still have a Stefan Diggs and you don't have the Chidobe Wuzier to follow him around. But all things considered, I'd throw a couple, you know, I'd throw a couple of these passing downs. Just, you know, let's see how he reacts. I wouldn't lean on it too much, but it's just something 
if you get the free runner and these guys, hey, he's harder to take down than Mac Jones. So I need Von Bell to, you know, <laughs> wrap him up and bring him down this time. But uh, you know, uh I, I think you know, this is just a guy that's you can heat him up a little bit and it's like the pressure creates diamonds or whatnot. You know, I think he does both. I think there will be times where you can try to heat him up and he does something insanely good for the bills. I also think he's a guy that you can heat up a little bit and he does something kind of boneheaded. And that's kind of just been the Josh Allen, but you know, we'll get more into that on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely get more preview. into Yeah. But it doesn't hurt to go ahead and just a little a little Josh Allen in this defense and what we could possibly see. I, I think, you know, we'll make this quick before we move on to the next segment. But you you mentioned it. He does make some boneheaded plays out there, and he's not afraid to put himself in danger or turn the ball over. So it's gonna be, I mean, it should be, it should just be a great matchup. Honestly, I'm hoping it's I'm hoping it's a good game. There's so much expectation when the schedule came out of, of how big this game could possibly be. And here we are with it meaning a whole lot in the AFC. But yeah, like you mentioned before, we'll get all that on Thursday. I'm really pumped to talk about this game. Uh, but more kind of from the from the tape side. And then if the playoffs were today. It's Bengals and Chargers. Justin Herbert versus Joe Burrow. We've heard about it plenty over the last couple years, ever since both of them were drafted in 2020. But more of that next on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. 